Hello, everyone. This is Erin Reese, writer, intuitive, astrologer, artist, and I'm here to talk with you today on September 29th, 2023, about the influence of today's full moon in the sign of Aries, the cardinal fire sign. It was very clear to me when I started putting together my notes for this full moon that I had a clear title for this full moon, and that title is an individuation situation. Now, of course, it rhymes. It sounds good. I like the way it has a nice beat to it, an individuation situation. But what does that all mean? Well, Aries is the sign of the I am, the me first, the self-identity, the truly authentic individual, And in this full moon, which is obviously opposite the sun in Libra, uh, it is actually highlighted more because we have the north node in the sign of Aries right now and the south node in the sign of Libra. Libra being the thing that we are growing away from at this time in our collective evolution. Libra, the sign of diplomacy and Um, harmony and relationships, this sort of thing. But Aries is saying, now you need to focus on yourself. What do you want? So it's building into a lot more tension than your average Aries full moon because of this nodal collective growth spurt that we're in. And the full moon is like turning a light on in a room to see the true state of all of our relationships. And that includes romantic relationships, family relationships, business partners, and things like that, as well as performers and audiences, writers and audiences, politicians and their audiences, all sorts of relationships are being highlighted right now. And it's a precursor to the eclipse that will happen on October 14th, which will be a new moon solar eclipse in the sign of Libra. So we're getting a preview right now. And I think if most of us looked at ourselves objectively, we would see, yes, I see this one relationship or this one area of life. It's, it's really nudging me to say that it's time to uh, sort of fish or cut bait here. Something needs to go, and that's, that's where the individuation comes in. There's nothing to be afraid of with regard to this period. If you've been doing your work and growing your confidence around being yourself, if you're one of the people that have been scrambling to people please and to make people like you and to feel accepted, Uh, and contorting yourself again and again and again, this period of time, this especially this month coming up here, but also this next 18 months while we have this nodal challenge, um, it's, it's going to be particularly challenging for you. And all of that is not to scare you. It's to say that when you start to face these issues of breaking away, standing up for yourself in relationships, sometimes even having open enemies or outright conflicts, just know that it's your soul's way of giving you the growth opportunities that you've been needing for a very long time. And now you're ready. 
But I would use these next two weeks to work on your preparedness to stand up for yourself in relationship. So that might mean gathering your support systems. It might mean talking to trusted counselors. It might mean actually obtaining the help of an attorney or an accountant or looking at contracts. I would also say strategy is a good word for this full moon. Aries is the warrior. And sometimes we do need strategy when we're working on either extricating ourselves from a relationship that is past its sell-by date, uh, or if we need to end a business relationship that is somehow holding us back because our values have diverged so much from our original um, goal in, in that business. So yes, strategy is, is really important to look at here. And one of the most important things in strategy in relationship negotiations is to look at the nature of your quote unquote opponent. And what I mean by that is the other person. It doesn't mean that this person is an enemy or that we're blaming them for something. But there was a great quote that some mentor gave me in my 20s when I was uh, considering marriage at the time. Uh, the quote was, if you're going to spend the rest of your life with someone, better make sure that it's with a worthy opponent. So obviously you're going to want to have someone that you can talk to that you feel intellectually matched in some way or spiritually matched in some way, obviously physically matched and emotionally matched in some way. There has to be enough glue there between the two of you to make things interesting and to continue to grow. Now, if you come across a person where you're having to change out of the relationship and you've assessed it and you've realized that they are no longer or not now a worthy opponent, so to speak, that they don't have the capacity to meet you in the ways that you need to be meet, met, then it might take some strategy to extricate yourself from it. And what I mean by that is you don't necessarily need to have an entire conversation about all of the ways that things aren't working. You might need to utilize the strategy of asking more questions or keeping quiet, allowing things to unfold silently. My point being that sometimes having long drawn out conversations and explanations and rationalizations for why things are changing is actually going to cause more problems. So assess the true capacity of the other person in the relationship. Are they ready to hear it? Do they have the resources to hear what you're saying? Now, who is the other person in this relationship? It is you. It is yourself. Are you a worthy person in this relationship? Are you treating yourself with dignity, with self-respect, with honor? Have you come to respect your own majesty as being divine yourself? If you're treating yourself poorly or you have buried self-loathing or self-hatred, low self-esteem, I would focus on examining that in yourself before you start making demands on the other person or wondering why they aren't meeting your needs in some way. Low self-esteem can create so many issues across the board in relationships, so please get the support that you need to learn to love 
who you are naturally. And this is where the charm of Libra can come in as a form of dignity, of dignity for self, and then in turn, bringing that dignity to any relationship conversations. When we cultivate dignity, we can cultivate self-honesty. And the most important thing at this time during this Aries full moon is to see relationships accurately. Even if we don't make any changes, have any deep conversations right now, some of those things will start to occur as we near the solar eclipse in October. If we can look at it accurately, see it accurately, admit to ourselves of what is actually going on here, that will help us in more ways than we can even imagine. And again, if the idea of conflict in relationship uh, frightens you in some way uh, or makes you uh, feel afraid that you're going to be left alone, try to take the long view, okay? Remember that we only get one life this time around and we want to learn to be authentic in our relationships because it's all we've got. And if we continue to contort ourselves um, to fit outside authority or to keep the peace or to get approval or uh, increase our fan base or our brand or whatever it is, we'll stay stuck in fake pseudo relationships. Libra can tend to stay on the superficial to keep that harmony, but it will never give us true satisfaction. And I've talked about that before. So remember, take the long view. This might be a rite of passage for some of us, but it's a rite of passage that will bring us up to date in adulting in relationships. Again, coming back to this individuation situation, you'll know that you are needing to gain some individual footing if things are starting to hurt in the relationship, that it feels like an old pair of shoes that are too tight. Um, you keep bumping into each other. Um, it's called enmeshment and it's time for each of you to grow in different directions or in even in relationships that are truly harmonious, you are growing side by side and your roots and your leaves don't need to be so entangled all the time. You need oxygen, you need nourishment, you need water. And for that, you need space, you need to be your own individual species. And that brings to mind what I'd like to close with, which is this famous poem on marriage by Khalil Gibran, which I'm sure many of you know already. It is truly about individuation, even within the healthiest of partnerships. And the punchline for this, which I'm sure many of you know, is that the oak tree and the cypress grow not in each other's shadow. On that note, I'd like to read the whole passage on marriage, which was written in 1923. It's from the prophet, from Khalil Gibran. You were born together, and together you shall be forevermore. You shall be together when the white wings of death scatter your days. Aye, you shall be together even in the silent memory of God. But let there be spaces in your togetherness, and let the winds of the heavens dance between you. Love one another, but make not a bond of love. Let it rather be a moving sea between the shores of your souls. Fill each other's cup, but drink not from one cup. Give one another of your bread, but eat not from the same loaf. 
sing and dance together and be joyous, but let each one of you be alone. Even as the strings of the lute are alone, though they quiver with the same music. Give your hearts, but not into each other's keeping. For only the hand of life can contain your hearts and stand together, yet not too near together. For the pillars of the temple stand apart and the oak tree and the cypress grow not in each other's shadow. So this is the theme of our full moon in Aries, uh, asking us to individuate, to evolve beyond people, places, and situations that our soul has outgrown. And in order to do that, it's time to be super honest with ourselves. The ruler of this full moon in Aries is the planet Mars. Mars rules Aries. The interesting thing right now is that Mars is in the sign of Libra. So we are experiencing conflict or opposition with regard to relationships so that we can grow and evolve. At the time of the new moon solar eclipse in two weeks, you'll see if you look at the chart that the sun and the moon are clustered around this south node in Libra again, continuing this theme. And at that time, something karmic, something fated will happen that will make a big shift in the grid of this particular relationship area that you're already getting hints on. So I'm going to pause now and send this out. I truly hope this is helpful for some of you. Thank you for listening and have a beautiful full moon.